Merry Christmas, church. It's good to see you this morning and to be with you. Um, it's good to see all the kids in here. Uh, kids, raise your hand. If, if anyone got a present this morning, raise your hand. Let me see your hands. Okay, okay, nice. Lots of presents, good. Did anybody get anything? Okay, hands down. Uh, did, did you get something that you could uh, ride on, like a bike, car, something that you can, you can drive or ride on, some hands? Okay, got some. Um, did you get any, how about something, uh, how about a doll, some sort of doll, Barbie, uh, you know, some sort of, oh, we got, we have a doll in the house right there. Look at that, she brought it. Uh, awesome. Uh, what about something that uh, you can draw on, some art, art thing? Uh, yeah, you can, oh, we got a lot of art up here. Okay, art, lots of art. That's good. How about, how about uh, here's one for the boys, some, um, any weapons, any swords, guns, BB guns? Uh, yeah, okay, good. We got some weapons too, good. All right, uh, well, that's great. I'm glad, glad you're here this morning. It's good to see you, and I'm glad y'all are all here today. Uh, we, we're talking t- this morning about um, two responses to Jesus, okay? Two responses to Jesus. Uh, Dale Bruner is one of my favorite commentators, and in his uh, commentary on Matthew, he kind of organizes that his, that his chapter on chapter two around these two responses, the responses of two people, um, the wise men, and Herod, and so that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Uh, we're just going to say, uh, who are the wise men? Uh, you know, what did they do? Or uh, yeah, how did they respond to Jesus? And then we're going to look at Herod and ask how he responded to Jesus. And then we'll end by looking at us and asking how we respond to Jesus. So that's the the outline for this morning. Uh, let's take a moment to pray together, and we'll jump right in to God's word. Take a minute, just where you are, and just pray. Pray yourself. Pray in your heart. Um, to the Lord, He can hear you. You can speak to Him in in your uh, in your mind. He can even hear when you just talk in your mind, not even out loud. Um, and just just ask Him to speak to you and to open your heart to whatever He wants to say. If you would pray for me, also that um, I would be faithful to God's word. I would be helpful to you this morning. Thank you, Father, for this time. Um, thank you for Christmas that we get to celebrate your birth. Um, Lord, we, we, we appreciate the gifts. We appreciate the, the food and the fun and family time that we get, um, Lord. And we know that every good gift comes from above, comes from, from the Father of lights, um, that, that there's no shadow or variation due to change, that you, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever, and your grace is for us this morning. Your mercies are new. And we thank you for that and praise you. Um, We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. First, the wise men. The wise men. I'm going to ask, who are they? What did they think of Jesus? And so what did they do? So who are they first? Who are they? Well, the wise men, interestingly, if you look at the passage, um, they're not kings. Never says they're kings. And there's not three of them. So... The song basically got it all wrong. <laughs> uh, but uh, this is, the, the people get three, I think, from the three gifts. So people assume there's three. Maybe there were two. Maybe there was a, a large company. We don't know. Uh, but they were, they're wise men. The, the word magi, you know, is, is people, sometimes people use that, translate it. Um, it there's really, they were, they were uh, magicians, you could say. They were astrologers. They were learned men, men with a lot of uh, means. They were rich. 
uh, uh, probably from, from the, so we just know they're from the east, so maybe from Persia or Babylon, modern-day Iraq area. Uh, so these, these would have been, um, you know, they, they wouldn't have been respected by, by Jews. Uh, they were very much Gentiles and pagans. Um, but but they, were, they would have been, in, in culture, they would have been respected as wise, learned men. So wise men, I think, is a good translation. Um, so these are, these are wise men, magicians, astrologers, you could say, uh, from the East. Um, and what did they think of Jesus? What did they think of Jesus? Well, it's interesting. Uh, we, we just know so little about them. It, you know, they're, they're such a mystery because we just have so few details. Um, but they come to Herod, um, and, and they say, where, verse 2, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw a star in its rising. I've come to worship him. So th- these, uh, these wise men, somehow, they, they have, have discerned whether they had a dream, whether they uh, had heard rumors of, from, maybe from the scriptures, maybe they had a copy of the Jewish scripture. I don't know how they knew this, uh, but, but they, they discerned that there was a king that was born, a king of the Jews who had been born, and the star signified, uh, signified this. And, and so they, they knew that Jesus was the king. That's why they came. That's why they, they came to find him. That's why they made a, a long journey. And what do they do? What do they do? Okay, well, um, they, they, they came to him, right? They came to Jesus. And I think this is a really interesting part of it because they came in the same way that a lot of us come to Jesus, right? They, they first saw the star, Right? And, and what the theologians would call this is general revelation. That God has given us nature, the world. Right? And we know that from the world, if you look at the stars, if you look at trees, if you look at the sea, if you look at the sky, if you look at it really deeply at anything that's created, you see God's eternal power, His divine nature. Right? You can know there's a God because just look the complexity, the wonder. Like, look at this. We know in our hearts this is, this is intentional. Someone made this. Right? But, but that wasn't enough. Right? The wise men, they, they couldn't just see the star and know what was happening. No, they just knew which direction to go. And they went, where'd they go? They came to Jerusalem and they asked, where is the, this king who's been born? And, and Herod took them and took them to the religious leaders and said, where is the Messiah to be born? So they went to, and then they read the Bible. And the, 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 the religious leaders said, well, here's what the Bible says. And so the, the wise men were led by the star to the word, right? To the God's special revelation, we, the theologians would call it. That God has revealed himself, yes, in nature, but it's not enough. We, we, you can know there is a God, but who is this God? What's he like? Well, he's written a book. He's told us, right? He's inspired men to write the Bible to tell us what he's like, reveal himself, right? And, and the word revealed where Jesus was. And, and, and so, well, he's, they're gonna be He's going to be born in Bethlehem. Right, but, but that wasn't the end of it either. They, they, they saw the star, they came, and they heard the word, and then what? They went to Jesus himself. They went to Jesus himself, and when they found him, when they found the baby, he's probably about one years old at, the, at this time, right? When he found the child, they, 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 they stopped. They didn't need anything else, right? He was the point. Right? Isn't that what happens? Right? He's the point of nature. Right? He's the point of creation. Creation tells us something. And then the Bible tells us something more, something more specific, something more pointed. Tells us about this person. And then what? We come to the person. We come to Jesus himself. 
and we've reached it. He, he's the point. He's the point of creation. He's the point of Scripture. Um, he is the one. And, and it says in, in verses 10 and 11 that they worshiped, right? They were overwhelmed with joy entering the house. They saw the child with Mary, his mother, falling to her knees. They worshiped him. They found what they were looking for. And so they were overjoyed and they worshiped. They fell down in praise. They gave him treasures, right? It says they opened their treasures, presented him with gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. In addition to, to spending all the money to make this long journey, this long caravan from the east, they, they also brought gifts, right? gold and spices, these lavish gifts to give to this baby king. And then lastly, and interestingly, I think they obeyed. They obeyed. If you look at verse 12, they, and being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country by another route. Right? God revealed to them in a dream, hey, don't go back to Herod. And they, at some risk to themselves, or what if Herod would have found it out? What, we don't know exactly what their risk was, but it wasn't a risk-free decision to obey this dream that God had given them and go, we're going to obey that. We're not going to go back the way and tell Herod where this baby is. So they came and, and they worshiped him. They gave him their treasures. They obeyed. This is the wise men and this is their response. Next, we're going to look at Herod. Right, Herod. Who was he? Who was Herod? Well, we meet him in verse 1, right? In the days of King Herod, right? Uh, Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod. Um, king, uh, or Herod was the king of Judea. He was, the, he was the king of the Jews, actually. Uh, he, he ruled under Rome, but he ruled over the Jewish people. Uh, and, and he was a, you know, we could say a lot about him. He, he was not a good king, not a good ruler. He was really a, a megalomaniac in a lot of ways. Um, uh, but but this, is, this is who he was and who he's introduced to, uh, we're introduced to um, in, in this, this passage. What did he think of Jesus? What did he think of Jesus? Well, it's interesting. You might say, well, he didn't like it. Well, actually, look, look, like he didn't know who he was. Well, I, it looks like he does, actually. Because when the wise men come in verse 2 and say, where is he who's been born king of the Jews? Herod hears this. He's disturbed. He, he assembles the chief priests, the scribes, the religious leaders, and he asks them, where is the Messiah to be born? Right? Where is the Christ, the king, the promised king of Israel? Right? He, he knows that he knows. He knows the promise. He knows what this, what this could mean. And so he asked them, where is the Messiah to be born? King Herod knows actually more than the, the wise men do. He knows not only he's a king, but he's the king. He's the Messiah. He's the one that Israel has waited for. And what, what did he do? What did he do? Well, in verse 7, he secretly summoned the wise men and asked them the exact time the star appeared. That's ominous. He's maybe trying to figure out how old the baby is. Um, and then he sends them to, to Bethlehem and said, go and search carefully when you find it. Report back to me so that I may go and worship him. A lie. Uh, right? And then down in, in verse 13, uh, right? An angel appears to Joseph, tells him, get up, take the child. His mother flee. Herod's about to come and try to destroy the child. And then later Herod does, he does try to kill the, the, all the children of that age in, in the area. He tries to, to murder the baby king. Right? He, he, he knew who Jesus was, but it didn't lead him to go and worship the king. No, it led him to plot murder in his heart. Right? He saw the baby king only as a threat to his own rule. Right? He wanted to maintain power, to maintain control. And so he, uh, he 
did everything he could to maintain his own power. This is wise men. Uh, this is Herod. Now us, us, right? Who, who, are, who are we? <laughs> well, we are Americans 2,000 years later on the other side of the globe, right? We're on the other side of the world. And isn't it amazing that we're, we're still talking about this event that happened 2,000 years ago around the world? And what do we think of Jesus? And maybe there'd be a lot of different opinions in the room. There's a lot of different opinions in our culture, certainly. What, what do you, maybe what do you think of him? What, what is you, personally, what do you think of Jesus? Who do you think he is? Right, a, a common belief in, in our, our, our culture is that Jesus was just a good teacher. Right? He, no, and people don't really dislike Jesus, like, oh no, he, he was bad. No, people think, oh yeah, he had some good things to say. He was a good person. He was an example, moral example of love and service. You know, I, I like what Jesus said about caring for the poor. I like what he said about, you know, uh, about loving our enemies. But, but, you know, all that stuff about raising from the dead and being God, like that, you know, that wasn't real. That, that didn't happen. And, and if you think he was only that, um, then, then I think both the wise men and Herod understood better who Jesus is than you do. And C.S. Lewis, I think, said it best when he, he said, uh, Jesus didn't allow us to think this, right? It, he, he, as a teacher, he said, I am God, right? He claimed divinity. He claimed to be God. And, and because he did that, right, he, there's only three options. He's either a liar he knew he wasn't God, but he was trying to deceive people. That's not a good teacher. Right? If I stand up here and say, I'm God, <laughs> right? No, that, 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 uh, he's either a liar, he's a lunatic, he's crazy, right? He really thought he was God when he wasn't. Or he actually is who he says he was. He is God. He is the Messiah. He is the King. But Lewis says and points that out that you can't just think he's a good teacher, right? He hasn't left that option open to us. He either is who he says he is or he's something much worse. And, it, and if we grant, if we grant that Jesus is in fact the Messiah, the King, the Lord of life, Emmanuel, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, I, then I think in our hearts we can only have these two reactions like the wise men or like Herod right like the wise men we can worship and adore we can lay down our treasures lay down our lives we can give him everything we can be <laughs> wonder and awe or like Herod we can do all that we can to maintain control Right now, we don't have the chance to try to try to kill the baby as Herod did, right? But we can try to control our life. We can not give in. We can act like he's not the king. He's not, he can't be, right? He has nothing to do with my life. We can push him away. What will we do? I think if we truly understand who this baby is, we will see that what Mary, uh, that what, what, uh, the angel told Joseph only a chapter before in Matthew 1 21 is true and he said Mary will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins 
All right, he, he was a king. Yes, he is a king. But, but he came not to flex his power like Herod often did, like Herod did here, try to do, take out his, any, any opponents, kill, kill whoever would oppose his rule. No, he didn't come to flex his power. He came to give up his power. All right, he came in weakness to the weak to bear our sin on his shoulders. Philippians 2 says that when he had come as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. And this is why this, this baby came. This is why Jesus came, was to take our sins, to humble himself, to die in our place, and then to rise from the dead in victory. And then this is why, uh, why Philippians continues, for this reason, God hi highly exalted him and has given him the name that is above every name so that the name of Jesus every knee will bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Right? Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Listen, Jesus is the king. You can bow now or you can bow later. And, and think of this, in, at the end, there will be two reactions, I think, to Jesus. Everyone will be bowing, right? Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Some in joy, some in, in, in like honoring, worshiping, praising, gladly saying, Jesus Christ is Lord. And some in hatred, hating him, but having to admit in, in the presence of his glory, Jesus Christ is Lord. You, whether you know it or not, whether you decide whether you want to or not, you are headed to one of these two reactions, either the, the reaction of the wise men or the reaction of Herod. Which will it be? Won't you come now? Won't you come to the baby? Right? Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Come ye. Come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the king of angels. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we praise you. You are the king. There's no one like you. There's no, there's no one like you. There's no king like you. There's no ruler or sovereign like you who would willingly give up your power, give up your place, your prestige, your riches, your comfort, and come and suffer with us and for us. There's no love like yours. There's no story uh, that, that, that so uh, captures our hearts. And so we praise you. Thank you, Jesus, for coming. We, we, happy birthday. <laughs> we're so glad that you were born in history. Jesus, for all of us, we all struggle to remember who you are. We all struggle to, to, to bow our knees every day, to truly give up our lives, to truly give up our dreams and our, our wants and our, what, what we think is best for what you think is best. So would you help us by your spirit? Lord, if there's anyone in here who doesn't know you, 
I just pray that they, could, they would see you today. You would pour your love into their hearts. Lord, you know there's nothing that I can do. There's nothing I can say to convince anyone. But you can, you can work. You can speak to people's hearts. And I pray that you'd do that now. Jesus, we love you. We ask this in your name. Amen.